Welcome to RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am your host, Lord Amadeus, the owner of RAWF, Radical American Wrestling Federation, in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host this evening is not here. Uh, El Vacant apparently uh, having some passport issues getting from Puerto Rico to our current destination, our current uh, destination where tomorrow's superstars will take place. We are currently in Berlin, Germany, uh, the capital of the great country of Germany. Uh, We have a big card tomorrow at the Mercedes-Benz Arena for RAWF superstars, the start of our little international tour between now and Cataclysm, which will be coming to you live September 19th from Dublin, Ireland. We'll get to more about all of that in just a little bit. First, we need to get to some GM reports. Uh, Let's start with our lovely 32-to-1 GM. She is here joining us this evening here in Berlin. She is. When the sharpest words want to cut me down I'm going to send a blood, going to drown them out I am brave, I am true, I am who I'm meant to be This is me, look out, cause here I come joining us tonight on After Hours. Raven, good morning. Raven, the lovely 32 to yeah. 1 GM. How are things over in the 32 to 1? Oh, you know. Um, in Coop's word, the last match has started, job done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You're not getting away with it that easily. Who is in the match? Who is in the match? There are two two people, both men. (laughs) Do you want more? Okay, it's Rattlesnake Ron and Luke. (laughs) Rattlesnake Ron and Luke Cage are the two finalists. The winner, of course. What's that? Yes. Yeah, I was agreeing with you. Yes. Yes, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) And it's cage rules. Fucking hell, I'm so tired. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's cage rules. All right, and the winner of that match will week. go on to face so the Immortal Griffith for the Supreme Fighter Championship. Yes. Uh, possibly next week on Superstars if that match is over by then. So, correct? Oh, yeah, it'd be over. Yeah, it'd definitely be over. These two are fast. They don't hang around. All right, so so this. Let's start- come back in time, unless you're making it. 
<laughs> I'm, don't know we'll about that. That's my title. You can't make that one. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Fine, then. We'll move uh-huh. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll be back. Uh, but that... That 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 uh, the la- that match uh, closes out uh, season. What season was that? Of thirty two to oh, one. Shit, fourteen, I think. Fourteen. Put me on the spot. I, I think. Am. Hold on, you make me bloody check now. You right have now. to be ready for this kind of questions. Yes. Oh, it is shush. Yes, it is. Yeah. See, I was there. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, fourteen <laughs> in Ireland. And All where right, are we going so, in 15? I don't freaking know yet. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> no. You, you, had, you, had, you have no idea. Okay, well. No, I'm, I will throw a dart in the map and see who it hits. Throw a dart on the I map. I mean the map. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, when was, have, so in the 14 seasons of 32 to 1, have you ever done Japan? Uh, No. Would you would that would that be feasible? Could we do that? I, I kind of want to see, see uh, what you do. What's this? Because you want to put me at another spelling test? <laughs> oh God! Uh, okay. I I, mm. I I mean you don't have to, but you know I was just I, it, it's a suggestion from the audience. That's all. I can it is. do that. I can, Japan, right? Okay, just remind me because I've right. away all my notes. <laughs> all right. Because I'm not going gotcha. to be here. I will remind Japan, you that we said right. there. Yes. Uh, all right. Okay. Geo. But that will be a all couple right. weeks and, away and from. Can you like leave me out of matches for a week because I'm not taking my laptop, so I will just literally just time out because I'm not going to be here. Okay. I, I can do that. I can. I can do okay. that. Take you okay. out of matches. Just for put me on hold for one week and I'll be back. All right. No problem. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Raven. That is Raven the Enchanted. We are thirty-two to one GM. The final match, Rattlesnake Ron versus Luke Cage winner will face the Immortal Griffith for the Supreme Fighter Championship. Anything else to add, Reed? No. Have a good show. I'm I'm going to jump off of here because I'll still listen, but I can't be attached because I've got shit to do. All right. Gotcha. Thank you, Raven. Easy. The lovely uh, Raven, the Enchanted, everybody. <laughs> Next up, I bring on our RAWF Powerball GM. He is... Gentlemen, he is RAWF Powerball GM, the chairman of RAWF. He is the Razor. Good evening, Razor. Good evening, LA. All right. So, some big news just a few seconds ago coming out of tropical aggression. Would you like to make the announcement? Sure. Killer Neptune has defeated Rattlesnake Ron to become the new Powerball champion. All right, so Killer Neptune now a two-time Powerball champion. Uh, so I believe 
I, I would have to go back in the records and make sure, but he may be, if he's not one of, the, if he is not the first two-time Powerball champion, uh, he's definitely, it's a title he knows very well. He's the longest reigning Powerball champion. He now has that title again. Congratulations to Killa Neptune. All right, Razor, uh, what else you got? Well, uh, I wanted to start the Powerball uh Sign-ups are, are guessing numbers last weekend, but because of uh, some unfortunate inc- incidents through the week, I had to start it uh, this afternoon. So uh, if you haven't gone to the scene yet, you can go to the scene and guess your numbers in. All right. So the scene is up for sign-up. Three numbers between 1 and 30, everybody. Uh if you get one right, you get put into a tournament to see who will face the Powerball champion at the pay-per-view. If by some chance, and it's happened now, what, twice, Razor? Twice that someone has guessed yes. all three numbers correctly and gotten an immediate Powerball championship match. Uh, so uh, good luck to all of, your, all of the lottery players, if you will. Um, all right. Anything to add to that, Razor? No, sir. That's all I got. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, Moving right along, I now have the uh, tag team update from Unstoppabot. Tags report, round one has started. Round two will be posted shortly. And last chance to sign up for the Extra Points Tournament. Sign-ups will close after the show. If you have not signed up for the Extra Points Tournament, uh, here is the link to the tournament. Get your butts in there to sign up. Winner gets extra 25 points towards their rankings. All right. Thank you, Unstoppable. Next up, she is your Anything Goes In High Voltage Invitational GM. She is. not here to, to to say hi to but yeah i'm sure i'm sure you'll be a i'm, I'm, I'm sure you're disappointed so that is just me very i'm really <laughs> sad now <laughs> all right so with that being said where do you want to start with your two divisions we're going to start with high voltage 
first off is a congratulations. We have a new White Lightning champion with Chris Cage. He uh, broke my cage, so we have to get that repaired before I can start the next season. Hey, don't worry. We, we, I, I, we need to make two or three backups because I'm surprised that we have never had a cage destroyed before now anyways because those things <laughs> – but they're not cheap. They're I brand. agree. But, uh, but at any rate. Maybe we could do a that. double cage. Ooh. Anyway, uh, we have four that have made it in from season five, and that is Denzel the Giant, Mithras the Title Machine, Simply the Best, and Rattlesnake Ron. Both Wolfie and Hobo gave up their spots for season six. Okay. These signups will end on the 19th of August. All right, so you guys got five days to sign up for the High Voltage Invitational for the opening spots. And uh, how many turn? How many spots does that mean? You said five, so there's three spots, right? No, Am there's four spots. Four spots. All right. There's, yeah. Okay. All right, so One four spots open second. for the High Voltage. What? I said give him one second. I'm going to put the link in the chat. Okay. Alrighty. And now we can move on to Anything Goes. That one is also going to start or stop signups on the 19th. Um, we have a whole bunch of people already signed up. The title match will be tomorrow between Hobo Ezekiel, Rattlesnake Ron, Liam O'Shaughnessy and Wildfire, as there was a triple tie in the final match. So it will be set up tournament style. It will be a regular match because I limited the champions' choices, so it was something that we could control. So we don't have a repeat of the last time we had this kind of a tie. All right, good, good stuff, Coogs. Very good stuff. Uh, anything else to add to that? Nope, that'll do it. All right, stick around. We'll talk to you in just a little, talk to you more in just a little bit. Uh, I now have I have just received a insane mofo report from our RAWF insane mofo GM Aggie, and uh, he has rankings through the ha- at the halfway point uh, currently. So uh, one, two, three, six people tied for sixth place. You have Hobo Ezekiel, Luke Cage. Flashy, Simply the Best, Uber Vegan, and Nightcrawler all tied for sixth place. Two people tied for fourth place in Big Papa and Dr. Kent. And three people tied for first place, Papa Shaker, The Immortal Griffith, and Killa Neptune. He says that's the halfway point of the event. Weeks three and four results still pending matches finishing. So uh, that is what I've got from Aggie for the Insane Mofo Division. Thus far, uh, and let's see. Last but not least, as far as our GM reports go, let's bring on our ultimate gauntlet GM. He is recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line outline. Everything is mine from the bridge to the earth to the shadows far behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun I'm the finger on the trigger And I'm about to blast one 
ain't never give a shit All them bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block And I'm baptizing blood of the fallen Keep it G, go and have your family slam Fuck around, be the next hologram Big dog way off the collar, don't bother with the cake Can't keep me like the way I need my face Yo, it's six feet deep, where the dead man sleeps With no rats that creep, in my flesh for hey, 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 now make it still sleep by the open wounds Ladies and gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness is here. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, Amadeus. And it must be a huge night for GM-related news. We had a new Powerball champion, a new White Lightning champion, and my goodness, we had somebody run the gauntlet. That's right, the Teflon Sheik started off his run against Maeve O'Hare going to 1-0, and then went on to DW going to 2-0, and then he went on to Beast becoming 3-0, and Papa Shaker 4-0, and and finally winning his last match against Slashy, the Teflon Sheik has run five consecutive matches, has won the gauntlet. Wow. Wow. So what that means, ladies and gentlemen, is that the Immortal Griffith will have to defend the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship against the Teflon Sheik. Now, of course, that is uh, at your discretion when that match will happen, Paragon. Um, I assume you have a date in mind? Uh, yes, we've had, I've had some um, discussions about this, and we thought with the current pay-per-view still winding down and the next pay-per-view with a while to go the appropriate time for this title match to allow this pay-per-view's dust to settle the next pay-per-view to not be quite ready is the september 5th edition of superstars all right so that will be about three weeks away uh if i'm not mistaken Uh, yes all right so three weeks from today uh, on Superstars, you said August, you said uh, September fifth, which uh, coincidingly, because I mentioned that we are on our are on our international European tour here. Uh, we got Berlin tomorrow, Paris next week, uh, Madrid, Spain on the 29th, and on the fifth of September we will be in Manchester, uh, England. So uh, rounding out that on the 12th on September 12th, we will be in London, and then, of course, Cataclysm will be in Dublin. But the match in question that we were just talking about will happen in Manchester, Paragon. So uh, looking forward to it. Should be be a big match, even though, tech, you know, Sheik, about a month ago, so a little over a month ago, almost beat the Immortal Griffiths for the World Heavyweight Championship. This will be another, a re, another meeting. Uh, but will Ken Teflon Sheik finally overcome the Immortal Griffiths? Uh, on pay-per-view we, or, or for a title. We will find out in three weeks' time. All right. Paragon, anything else to add? Uh, yes. It, it, everyone who may be concerned about the Ultimate Gauntlet uh, with this unprecedentedly early finish of the Ultimate Gauntlet, I do believe this is a record for how early the Gauntlet has finished. We will be continuing with the current list, so if you're afraid of losing your spot because somebody had just won the gauntlet, do not fear. We are going to continue on the list as planned, and the gauntlet will start up again tomorrow. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Paragon. Uh, stick around. I'll keep uh, talking just a little bit, but let's get to some other notes. I'll get to 
first of all, the RAWF rankings. This is what we where we stand. Eight out of the ten matches for the current rankings period. Uh, so this plus the plus the pay per view plus the round robin right before the pay per view. Uh, we'll give you possibly some idea of where we stand. At number 25 is Wildfire. At number 24, Spade. Number 23, Big Papa. Number 22, Liam O'Shaughnessy. At number 21, Uber Vegan TPO. At number 20, Maeve O'Hare. Hello, Maeve. I see you. I can't say it like he can, but I'll try. Hello, Maeve. See you out there. Hola. Whatever. All right. Uncle Frank at number 19. At number 18, the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. At number 17, Simply the Best. At number 16, Big Greg. At number 15, the Hawkster Bully. At number 14, with a capital K, it's Papa Shaker. At, at number 13, Rattlesnake Ron. At number 12 is D. At number 11 is Beast. And now we get to the top 10. Top 10, the unsettled Chris Cage starts off, off at number 10. At number 9, clickety-clack, there's a hobo attack. It just doesn't sound right when I say it. I, I should stop trying to act like Hobo Ezekiel at number 9. At number 8, Kane the Governor. And I like how it's spelled. Uh, at number seven, the winner of the Extra Points Tournament, the Immortal Griffith. At number six, Denzel the Giant. At number five, Domino Warrior. Number four is Mithras the Title Machine. At number three is Claymore. At number two is Luke Cage. And at number one is the Teflon Sheik. Eight out of ten matches, that's where we stand. I will now go take this list here and post it in the top 25 scene right now. I will delete the old one. And then post the update. Boom. All right. That is your top 25 progress thus far. All right, now we move on to Tropical Aggression. Actually, no, a couple things. One, one other thing I wanted to update, the Arsehole of the Month tournament from last period. That is still going. Uh, take a look at that real quick because the winner of that will get a men's title match at the next available superstars. Right now we are still in the semifinals of the Arsehole of the Month. It is Claymore versus Kane the Governor and Big Greg versus Magnificent Michael. And the winner of this tournament will face these for a men's title once this at the nearest superstars after this tournament ends. So that is your arsehole of the month report. Let's see here. All right. So now we can move on to tropical aggression results. What we have uh, is not the full because the world title and platinum dragon title still in progress. However, we do have a new national champion as Denzel the Giant has defeated Big Greg to retain to win the national title. So now Denzel has the national title as well as the as the Saturday night title, which by the way he will be defending tonight against somebody in the chat. Uh, I'm waiting on a message from the championship committee to see who will face Denzel the Giant tonight for the Saturday night championship. 
All right. All right. So, and it will be somebody that is in the chat. Uh, so the championship committee is watching. All right. So now, where was I? Oh, yes. As I said, Denzel the Giant, the new national champion. Congratulations to him. And one that I did not expect, but it, it, it did happen. Kitty Kabam is your new estrogen champion after defeating the Cougar. Congratulations to Kitty Kabam, her first RAWF championship. Uh, she is the new estrogen title. Congratulations, Kabam. Liam O'Shaughnessy, still your Fubar City champion, defeating Hobo Ezekiel to retain that title. Uh, uh, we, as Coogs mentioned earlier, we have a new White Lightning champion as the unsettled Chris Craze defeated Hobo Ezekiel. It was not the greatest of nights for, for a hobo, uh, but that is what it is. Chris Cage, I believe now that's at least the second time he's won the title, maybe more, maybe a third, uh, maybe third at this point. Uh, we'll have to check on the records for that. Champions Choice Championship, Killer Neptune, still Champions Choice Champion. And going strong after well over a year, he defeats the Hawkster. <clears throat> and as we mentioned a few minutes ago, Killer Neptune defeats Rattlesnake Ron to become the new Powerball Champion. It will be a second reign. Can he hold it as long as he did in his first one? Well, I guess we'll find out soon enough. Uh, other matchups on the card, Aaron McFadden defeated Hotshot Chaz. Uh, Dees defeated the Paragon of Greatness. Calvin Clark defeated Marcus Caliber. And Strangleheart defeated the Razor. Still waiting on other results uh, in the World Platinum Dragon, Midnight Hobo, Triple Crown, Multimedia, Tag Team, and others. Uh, but that's what we've got from Tropical Aggression thus far. All right, with all that being said and out of the way, tomorrow's superstars, as I mentioned, will come to you from the Mercedes-Benz Arena here in Berlin. Superstars Championship match. Papa Shaker will defend against the former Superstars champion, the man he beat to win the title, the Hawkster Bully. That is your main event tomorrow here in Berlin and at the Mercedes-Benz Arena. All right, with that being said, uh, we have, I have another, uh, I have another vocaroo from the mysterious woman we've been hearing from over the last couple of weeks. Let's take a listen. Wait a minute, hold on one second. Cue this up. All right, hold on. We'll get to that in just a little bit. We'll get to that later, actually. Uh, let's see now. I'll bring back the Paragon of Greatness real quick. Paragon? Hello? Hello. How we doing? <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> uh, so let's get your reaction from some of the matches from Tropical Aggression. Uh, Denzel the Giant ha- having himself a big night winning the national title from Big Greg. What's your reaction to Denzel, you being a former national champion yourself? I mean, Denzel is an imposing figure. And, I mean, Denzel versus Greg, talk about a hoss fight. I mean, you've got two sluggers in that ring, and they were doing – the kind of stuff that, like, it's old-school wrestling, you might call it. You know, two two big ham-fisted guys just beating the hell out of each other. you got to love to see it. Sometimes 
that's all you want to see with this sport. You just you just love seeing two people just kick the absolute crap out of each other. The national championship on the line made it even more special. And Denzel, I mean, this dude, he has been on a run since coming back here in RAWF. He has been very impressive. I, the current Saturday night champion, I think that we'll probably see something involved with that later tonight. And uh, the national champion now, uh, I think that Denzel the Giant and – you can quote me on this. Denzel the Giant has just started his ascent up the card right now. I, I remember before he took his hiatus, this guy was a blaze of fire coming up the ranks and was absolutely destroying people left and right. I personally have all kinds of trouble with Denzel the Giant. I think that he's beaten me at least twice in recent memory in RAWF matches. Uh, he is very impressive, and there this is a different Denzel the Giant than we saw before. And the Denzel that we used to know was already really good. And, of course, he is, a believe, a member of Cosa Nostra, which might be helping out as well, because under the tutelage of Aggie and others, uh, he does seem to be thriving. Let's talk about your brother Killa's night at Tropical Aggression, uh, retaining the Champions Choice Championship, which, you know, you kind of expect with, the, with that title. Uh, very rarely does that title change hands, but especially when Killa's got it. It's been uh, well over a year with the Champions Choice Championship. Uh, is Killa Neptune? Talk to me about how. Uh, talk to me about his attitude with the Champions Choice Championship. How does he? You know, he seems to keep it fun, keep it real. He seems to enjoy the title. What is your take on Killa with that Champions Choice Championship? You know, at first I was a little bit hesitant to. Uh, be excited about Killa Neptune becoming the champion's choice champion over a year ago when he did that. Uh, obviously, as his brother, um, I get to kind of see how the sausage is made a little bit. I, I know how the comedy is put together. I see the, the cogs working in his brain, and I know how he's going to think and how he's going to make these kind of jokes. And I thought to myself, oh, boy, this is going to be a headache. And I'll tell you something. I was right. It's absolutely a headache uh, watching Killa Neptune do this, but it's uh, at the same time, I think that um, Killa Neptune has always been kind of one of these eclectic guys in RAWF. That's, he's got this scattered resume. He's got all kinds of different projects that he's done over the years. There these memorable bits and comedy segments that he likes to put together. Uh, a, a really funny guy, and, and when you go down looking at the history of R.A.W.F. and you talk about funny wrestlers in this company, I mean, you're going to have your, your hobo Ezekiels and people like that that are going to be all, all over the top because they absolutely deserve it. But I think Killin' Neptune very much in that category, a guy that is hilarious every time that he steps on the stage, comes up with a new and creative, and more importantly, specific to the challenger way to have fun with these Champions Choice matches. I believe recently the Hawks were match a chosen one's choice, taking the, the man's gimmick and allowing him to apply his own gimmick to the match. He gets to carefully choose a move for this match. That's, that is some next-level trolling, but also a creative way to engage with the not only the RAWF audience, but the RAWF roster. I mean, we... We get to see these challenge scenes so often put up, and we kind of get this opportunity to not only put our name in the hat to try to get a championship opportunity, but maybe think, what is he going to do to me if he chooses? You know, what, what kind of wacky, zany thing am I going to have to 
fight, the the hoop that I'm going to have to jump through is going to be more fun than the actual opportunity at the championship. It's It's been a lot of fun over this time, even if it causes a lot of headaches and a, a little bit of an ego problem in the personal life. Um, with that said, the Powerball edition, I mean, I thought he was annoying before. <laughs> but <laughs> this guy... I think that I can speak for a lot of the people that have fought Killer Neptune in R.A.W.F. He is the luckiest little bastard on this company. I mean, this, he calls himself the slipperiest shark in R.A.W.F., and uh, I think that there's there's good reason for that because this guy, he escapes situations that he absolutely shouldn't. He It seems like he has a horseshoe just put – you know, somewhere where the sun don't shine is all I'm going to say. Because this guy, he is so lucky, and the Powerball Championship seems to be a perfect fit for that. Um, you know, he had that very long run in the past, uh, spent it on, of course, ridiculous things. Because, you know, most people might think, I'm going to invest this money. I, maybe I'll spend it back into a community. Killing Neptune's like, you know what would be nice? A gold jet ski. It's it's, it's very strange, this guy, but uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It, it does make me wonder, though, now that he's got a hold of this Powerball championship, uh, maybe it might be time for him to loosen some restrictions on that champion's choice. It would be interesting to see what happens going forward with that. I mean, true, true, but I, I kind of feel like, I mean, uh, I mean, while one, using one move, the, having to use the entire one move the entire match uh, is not really loosening. But it, I mean, when I faced him a couple months ago, he he, you know, he the only restriction was I couldn't use defense really, and that was, and you know, I almost, I almost got him. I'm not, I I hung with him for quite a while in that match. So uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens going forward. Maybe. Maybe he really likes holding that title. I, I wouldn't blame him if he wanted to hold that title for the rest of time, if he could. Uh, that title is kind of meant to do that. But, you know, uh, congratulations to Killer. He walks out. He now has two title belts via Tropical Aggression. And uh, it, the last time he held the Powerball title, let's take a look here because I'm pretty sure I had it down. It was well over – it was almost a year that he held that title as well. So uh, we will see what happens with, with Killa Neptune, the new Powerball champion. Uh, <clears throat> real quick, what did you think of Kitty Kabam winning her first R.A.W.F. gold over over the legend herself, the legendary estrogen champion, the Cougar? Uh, well, actually, and, and... – I do apologize. I know that I do do tend to ramble a bit. Uh, I got nothing but admiration for Dan Levitan and Doc Dillinger out there. I, I I love what those guys do. I actually admire announcers a great deal. That's why I I really get excited when I get an opportunity to analyze a match. And this match, I actually have a little bit of uh, interesting story to go with as well. Because first and foremost, I mean, everybody needs to give the proper respect to Cougar, who I think has earned the right to call herself, without a doubt, the greatest estrogen champion probably of all time. Cougar has has been amazing with that championship for a long time, and it's really impressive. And that's what made this result such a shock. I mean, you see a lot of matches, and they get close. There are some nail biters. You see some matches where there are some blowaways that you didn't expect. But when you see something that you would have never predicted in in your entire life, you almost fall out of your chair. I mean, Kitty Kabam, 
taking this championship away from Cougar, shock of the night for sure. That being said, I don't want to disrespect Kitty Kabam one bit. Uh, personally, uh, a couple of years ago, before that whole experience ended in the Unstoppable Universe, there was this event called the Wrestler World Cup. Um, and the year after I had won that with the Faroe Islands team, I, uh, I decided to try to strike out on my own and form in the very last minute of this event. I tried to put together a team for this cross-promotional, huge event and unstoppable. I'm talking hours left in the sign-ups. I just kind of threw it out there and said, hey, I'm going to put together a team. Whoever wants to join, come on board. Kitty Kabam was one of these people that just happened to fall into this last minute window. I'd never met the woman before. I I knew nothing about her and she became a teammate. And, and I can tell you from the amount of time that I'd spent on that team, you know, coaching and working with Kitty Kabam, I could say that she is actually a true student of this game. Like she picked up things and took advice and was able to learn on the fly better than I've seen many, many talented superstars that I've worked with in the past. I mean, Kitty went from somebody who nobody gave a chance in this whole situation to genuinely winning against the number one ranked team at that time. She, with with a little bit of coaching and a little bit of advice, she actually shocked the world and became an undefeated star in this uh, in that round of the event. And it was it was something that, as the coach of that team and leader of that team, it stuck with me for a couple of years now that the amount of talent that this woman has and the ability to pick things up, I would imagine that she went into this match with Cougar and she did her homework and it really paid off. It must have because Kiki Kabam is the new estrogen champion and you're right. That was definitely an upset, something I didn't see coming, but congratulations to Kitty Kabam on her first RAWF gold. Uh, let's talk real quick. Uh, we got a, a guy. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about the match with D's at Tropical Aggression. It was a great match between two of you. It was, of course, a non-title match as he's the reigning men's champion. But it was a rankings match, and you did, and he was able to beat you. Do you want to? You, do you want to talk about this at all? Well. You know, this would be the perfect comical opportunity to just shut you down after talking for three hours about the rest of the matches and really geeking out because I'm truly a fan of this business. And then I say, nope. But no, I've got to give Dees his due. The, the man is – I mean, he was just as shocked as I was that we happened to have this match, and it was a non-title match. I mean – Dees versus Paragon of Greatness, you would sooner believe that's a world championship match than a non-title rankings match at a pay-per-view. And, you know, Dees came away with it, and I'm a little bit disappointed in myself, but as I have said over the last couple of weeks, starting the night after Tropical Aggression, it was time for me to, you know, get my head back on straight, pick up the cape, start doing what I have done in the history of this company. Uh, I think that 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 kick in the keister might have been the, the shove that I needed out the door to start this new run back to the top. Well, we ho- I, hopefully so. I mean, it, it, was, it was weird, a pay-per-view without Paragon of Greatness in the title picture. Uh, it's kind of odd, kind of off, so we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, that being said, Paragon, thank you very much for your commentary, and uh, 
stick around. Maybe we'll have some more in just a little bit. All right. All right. Now, I have the the promo I pr- promised earlier via Vokaroo.com from the mysterious woman we've been hearing from over the past couple of weeks. Let's listen. <sighs> Finally, my child, you've opened your eyes. How are you feeling, truly? Tell me. Yes, you would have so many questions, of course, and... I'm so sorry, my dear. So sorry. In due time, I will answer all of your questions. For there must be many. And soon, I will teach you everything that you must know. desire most at this moment. It's okay. You can tell me. Darling, my sweet, sweet dearest, we will go on. Definitely, we, I'm definitely not sure what all this is about, uh, but uh, or who this person is. But apparently, they're coming to RAWF very soon. So, uh, with that being said, whoever she may be, we'll probably hear from her more in the coming weeks. All right, moving ahead, I'm going to bring back the first lady of Anarchy, the Cougar Cougs. Yes. Well, we just mentioned how Kitty Kabam beat you for the estrogen title, Tropical Aggression. Uh, you know, you, it was your choice your, of opponent. You chose Kitty Kabam. Are we regretting that choice at all uh, after what happened no. at Tropical Aggression? Not at all. I am surprised and shocked that you guys are surprised and shocked. When have I ever chose an easy opponent to start with? Never. You never have. Exactly. So I knew going in there was a chance to lose it. Did I say I was going to hold on to it? No, you you <clears throat> you were you were pretty 
uh, you know, you never you never came out and and said that you were going to win the match. You said it was going to be a good match, and, and indeed it was. Uh, it was uh, definitely a good match, a great performance by both you and Kitty Kabam. But you know, I guess we. You know, Kitty has been pretty quiet during her RAWF career, uh, not really making a lot of waves. Uh, winning this gold was kind of, you know, it's a shock when we see somebody who we know has been around for a while uh, win a major title like that and upset someone uh, for a title they are known for, as you are with the estrogen title. So it was kind of a, just kind of a shock. And, and again, not taking anything away from Kitty Gabam. Uh, she She earned it. She deserved it. And she won it fair and square. So congratulations to her. So what does that mean for you, Coogs? What's next? Where what are you aiming at going forward? The triple crown. Oh, wow. Not even all right. Didn't even hesitate. That triple crown championship. And I, I think I know why. Uh, but would you like to say why? Well, there's two reasons. Uh, as you know, in October, I have a, a uh, awareness memorial tournament that comes up. We do it every year, and it happens to be somebody that we use that tournament for. It happens to be their favorite title, and I would love to be able to be pushing that tournament wearing that favorite title. Yeah, it was. Then, it was yes, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying it was Abby's favorite championship. It was one she won on a couple of occasions. So, uh, yes, I agreed. Go ahead. And then we have had a fellow anarchist fall to an injury. Right now it's just speculation. We're not exactly sure how serious it is. There's still tests being run. Uh, they were rushed from the ring against Luke Cage. We're not sure if it was a botched move, an overzealous move, but there is some injury to the back, temporary paralysis. So I'd kind of like to go after it for Chaz as well. That's fair. That's a a good reason, no doubt. Uh, So we will see, Cougs, uh, where you end up in the rankings at the end of the period. Right now, as I said, you're sitting at 18. Not sure where that puts you in contendership. Might be Triple Crown. Hopefully, we will find out. Uh, with that being said, uh, you know, you looking to win that estrogen title again sometime soon. Make it a five. Put that record out of reach. <laughs> I mean, well, it's already pretty out of me? Reach. How many do they have? You have four now, right? That's four estrogen titles. Uh huh. And so, you know, you That's correct. number four. Number five, I, I I don't see too many people matching that uh, or coming close to five. But I mean, it's a possibility. Is that is that in your head as well that you might somewhere down the road win the estrogen title for a fifth time? Yeah, it, it's always playing in the back of the head. You know, I always wanted that title to be named after me because I always seem to have it. At least once or twice a year, I have that title. And I can keep it for a long period of time, or I don't. It depends on my mood. And now that my mood and my eyes are set on other titles, it might be one of those things where I say, oops, they're getting close to me. I better go and hurry up and do it again. 
<laughs> that could happen. That could certainly happen. All right. Coogs, anything anything else you have uh, to say to anybody about anything uh, here in RAWF? Not at the moment. I do want everybody to make sure that they are reading the scenes before they sign up for the tournaments because we all know that I'm a real uh, – <clears throat> What word do I want to use? Rabid feline when it comes to the rules. Indeed. I like that. A rabid feline. In other words, she's a stickler, folks. All right. Thank you, Coogs, very much. I have received word from the championship committee on who will challenge Denzel the Giant tonight for the Saturday Night Championship. It is an RAWF Hall of Famer. It is a dev, dev to take on Denzel the Giant at the top of the hour for the Saturday Night Championship. Please, both of you, confirm in the chat that you're ready uh, during the song break here. And we, once we uh, come back from the song break, that match will be next. This is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I can't carry anymore We're waiting for somebody else to carry me There's nothing a fan for me It's my door All the people I know on who they used to be And if I try to change my life one more day There would be nobody else to save And I can't change into a person I don't want to be so Oh, it's Saturday night <laughs>
back. This is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Real quick, before the Saturday Night Championship match between Denzel the Giant and Dev Paragon, your thoughts on this matchup tonight? Paragon, are you uh, there? You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You know, sometimes you might want to start um, unmuting your microphone before you launch into your fandom for a match. Uh, this match is actually something that is mind-blowing for a Saturday night championship match. We, we've got a Hall of Famer and the man that I just said all of the virtues of. Uh, I, I honestly don't know how to predict this match. I, I think that right now, with all of the momentum on his side, I think that I might have to go with Denzel, who was traditionally not who you would choose in this match. But I, I've got to say, Denzel has been proving himself left, right, and center here in R.A.W.F., and I think that tonight he topples a Hall of Famer. All right. Well, we find out in mere seconds. I now send it down to Doc Dillinger in the R.A.W.F. arena. Here he is. It is the Saturday Night Championship match. Take it away, Dan. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Denzel the Giant, the reigning Saturday Night Champion, taking on the Hall of Famer, Dev. Let's take a look. Tail of the tape, if you will. Denzel the Giant, seven foot three, four hundred pounds, and Dev, five ten, one hundred and fifty pounds from Buffalo, New York. It is going to be a hell of a match, to say the least. Let's take a look at. One second, find the link for everybody. Let's go down to ringside now. I will put, I'll put the link to the match in the chat for you all. Thank you, Coogs, and everybody else who posted that. But it is underway, ladies and gentlemen. The champion comes out hip toss, Irish whip, collared elbow, tie belt, brutal elbow strike, and herbial. Goes for a fisherman's driver. No. Dev slips out of it, then goes on a tirade herself. Collar and elbow tie up into a hip toss. Hip tossing the massive Denzel the Giant. Some strength by the Hall of Famer there. Massive cutter. Enziguri and a Canadian destroyer. Wow. Dev showing her moxie right out of the gate. Challenging for the Saturday night title. The champion now goes for a chop block, but no. Dev blocks it expertly, showing why she is an R.A.W. Hall of Famer. Here she comes now. Here they come now. Back rake, mandible claw. This match is fast and furious. Figure four leg lock now on the big massive giant. Goes for a cobra clutch, but the giant's just too tall. Too tall to get into that cobra clutch. Now here comes the champion. Hip toss, Irish whip, collared elbow tie-up. Very technical match thus far. Elbow strike, another hair bill, a cutter. Tries to end it now with a... And now the champion waiting for the challenger to get up. Here comes the challenger, Dev, European uppercut. Another chop block working on the lower extremities of the giant. Very smart move. Hits him with a stunner and a spine buster. German suplex. That's some strength to do all of this. Now grabbing the giant in a bear hug. Wow. That is something you don't see used against giants very often, but maybe, maybe it'll be effective Right now, the challenger looking really, t- really strong right now. Denzel needs to answer this as well strong. Uh, bounces Dev off the turnbuckle. Hits a basement drop kick, which 
you know, you would say a giant, that's about as high as he could go. Um, but he is more agile than that. A running shoulder block, though. Dev gets out of the way and goes on the attack, bouncing Denzel off the turnbuckle. Hits him with a shoulder block. He stumbles back into the ropes where Dev puts him in a rope ride and then goes performing a back body drop on the massive giant. Wow. Goes for a DDT. No, Denzel manages to block the DDT. This is the champion's chance here to get back into this. Hobo Ezekiel calling for burgers at ringside. A back rake, a hammer lock, figure four leg lock, an STF. Oh, the champion now back on the attack. Could this be? Can he get back into this? Gets a STF. Gets a starts to yank back on it. Dragon sleeper. Dragon sleeper trying to put Dev down. Put her. Put Dev out. Now what is the giant going to do? Holding it. Holding it. Raises her arm once. Raises it twice. Denzel all of a sudden yelling stop while Chris Cage and Hobo Ezekiel chanting burger at ringside. I'm not sure what the heck's going on here. He drops Dev to the mat, stands back. Dev Dev immediately scrambles to her feet, face off the turnbuckle. The giant goes for a running shoulder block, sends the giant down to the ropes. Another rope ride. Another bear hug. Wow. Goes for the cover after the bear hug sends the giant to the mat. One, two, three, and Dev is your new Saturday night champion. Good Lord, what have I just witnessed, ladies and gentlemen? All of a sudden, I want McDonald's. Back to you, Lord Amadeus, in the studio. Okay. you can. I do believe they have McDonald's in Berlin. I'm not sure. Uh, thank you, Doc. Great call on that match. It, congratulations, Dev, winning the Saturday Night Championship. Excellent. That was a hell of a match, a hell of a show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good job by both parties. All right. Woo. Well, now, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about our international tour here. Starting tomorrow in Berlin, we're going to Paris, Manchester, London, and Dublin, and Madrid. <clears throat> it is going to be a heck of a month here. Uh, let's bring on uh, someone who I know is looking forward to a cataclysm. She is Black Irish's own.
ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Maeve O'Hare joining us. Good evening, Maeve. Good evening, boss man. Also so roomy can... in here tonight. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. I don't have a big old luchador sitting in the opposite chair. so. But, I mean, you know, yeah, it is. Uh, hopefully you don't mind uh, not having a knee to sit on this week. I mean, it's a little disappointing, but... Without disappointment, we can't we can't appreciate victory. So we can't really discuss your match from Tropical Aggression against the Tough One Sheet because it is not over uh, by far. By far. But so, with that being said, let's talk about this international tour that will wrap up at Cataclysm in your hometown of Dublin, Ireland. Um, for talk to me about how excited you are to be over here on this side of the world. I mean, I like Germany. I've always liked Germany. Um, it's a it's a beautiful country. Uh, everyone sounds so angry when they talk, though. I, I don't know if you've noticed that. Like, it doesn't matter what they're saying. They could be giving you directions to the bus stop. They could be telling you what you should order at the restaurant. They just all sound angry, um, which is a little disconcerting if you're not used to it. Um, but I'm excited to be back in Europe. Um, I hope everyone's got their passports ready. Um, I'm not sure if Americans are familiar with this, but uh, since Brexit, the UK is not part of the European Union, so it's harder to get back and forth from there. It's rather ridiculous. Uh, Thank God I'm Irish. (laughs) Well, yeah, okay. So we're looking forward to Cataclysm. Hopefully uh, you will be in a future match of some sort in front of your hometown crowd, but uh, Berlin, as you said, it, they do talk a little you, you, angrily here in, in Germany, no doubt about it. Some interesting things about Berlin that I was just learning. Do you know Berlin is nine times bigger than Paris? I weren't I familiar with the exact number, but but I, I'm not surprised. It's it's a it's an all. I mean, it was big enough for them to split it in two. Yeah, it is nine times bigger than Paris. I, I was like. Wow, I that who would have thought? Um, and apparently, it also has more museums in it than it has rainy a, annual rainy days. Average. average there are a r- lot of museums. I, I I do dearly love museums, so I'm I'm excited about that. Hopefully, I'll have time to get out to one before we're on our way. Berlin has 180 museums in it, compared to uh, the average of 106 rainy days that it has. Every year, I was like, "Wow, that that is a uh, that was something." I couldn't believe that. Um, Berlin apparently also has more bridges than Venice. I didn't know that any that was even possible, but okay. Uh, but at any rate, Berlin very interesting, and I'm sure you would love to know who your opponent is tomorrow in Berlin in the Mercedes Benz Arena uh, in Berlin. Would you not? I mean. I mean that that depends on on who who it is whether or not I'm going to love to hear it. But well, I mean, well, I understand. Uh, I, I I suppose there's no escape in it. Go go ahead and do the wheelie thingy. You, you sure you you don't want to do it yourself here? It's right here. I brought it with me. That's... Sure, I'll, was... I'll 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 do it. All right, there you go.
So what was you saying about who, depending on who it is? So what would be a bad draw? I'm just curious. I mean, you know, I could do without being fed to the threshing machine, and English okay. is usually awful mean on, on feature matches. Uh, I'd love to have someone uh, from Black Irish there. It's always fun. Um, what if that? What I'm, if I'm, opponent, I'm, judging, I'm judging from that sound that it ain't someone from Black Irish. What if your opponent tomorrow is a bit unsettled? Uh, depends. Are there metal detectors outside the arena? I don't know. Possibly, maybe. I mean, there there usually are in America, but I know uh, things. Things in Germany are quite a bit different than the way you do them in the states. Um, yeah. Let me let me see if I can find someone who's got some Kevlar. <laughs> it will be Mavel Hare the, taking on the unsettled Chris Cage tomorrow in Berlin on Superstars. So talk to me about. So uh, I take it this is a good or a bad matchup for you. It's an interesting matchup. Uh, Chris Chris Cage is always interesting. I've got nothing really against him himself, ex- except for his odd fascination with pointy things. Um, I, I'm more worried about the uh, the company he keeps. Oh, but I reckon well, there's not much to do about that. But. So that is your opponent tomorrow in Berlin as we kick, as we start off kick off our international tour. So what besides Dublin, which of the other cities are you most looking forward to? Um, I don't know. Like I said, I like I like Berlin quite a lot. Um, I'm not so fond of Paris. Um. It it always smells funny there, and the the people are um, what's the word? I just learned an American slang word the other day, and I want to make sure I'm using it correctly. Uh, bougie. Everyone in Paris is very bougie. I think I think that's correct. Um, bougie. I I think in Paris <laughs> they say bougie. I don't know. I'm just making that up. <laughs> um. Nothing. If you ever tell anyone I if if you ever tell anyone I said this, I'll deny it. But um, I'm actually looking forward to London just because they actually you can you can actually get a proper cup of tea there. Ah, but don't no, tell anyone. All right, your secret don't, don't, safe don't with tell me. Anyone. Your secret safe with me. All right. I appreciate. That's what I appreciate about you, boss man. <laughs> well, hopefully next week we'll be talking about whether you are still Midnight Hobo Champion or not. Hopefully you will be. Uh, and uh, we hope that because that means you will be defending the title in Dublin at Cataclysm. So uh, we will see. We will find out. Good luck. Uh, continued good luck on that match. Coops, don't do that. Thank, thank you, Bossman. I've got to go have a word with a feline. All right. You, you do that. Uh, Mabel here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we find out next week whether she is still Midnight Hobo Champion, uh, currently still defending that against the Teflon Sheik. 
So I got some other wheels spun. Uh, I got some other matchups to announce to people in the chat. Uh, let's see here. Who's out there that well, already, Chris Cage already knows. Papa Shaker knows he's defending the title against the Hawkster in a rematch. Uh, Hobo Ezekiel, you're out there. You're taking on Uber Vegan TPO tomorrow. So can, good luck to you there. Dev, the new Saturday Night Champion. It's a very long list, folks, so please. Ah, Dev taking on Katrina Havoc tomorrow. Uh, Denzel the Giant is out there. He's ta- Oh, Denzel. Wow, big match for you tomorrow, big guy, as you take on the reigning world champion, the immortal Griffith. So one night after having to defend the Saturday Night title against Dev, you have to turn around and take on the immortal Griffith tomorrow in a non-title rankings match. Um, Paragon, would you like to spin the wheel? I absolutely would, sir. All right. I'll tell you who it is in just a second. Razor. Razor, you still with us? Razor. Yes, sir. Would you like to spin the wheel? Would you like? Sure. No, you can't. No, you can't. Paragon already drew you on the wheel. Oh. Infamously, the Razor beat my ass in my RAWS debut. I made a note to uh, shout out Razor in my Hall of Fame acceptance speech. The man has my number a lot of times. Well, let's see what we will see what happens to our superstars. Like Razor taking on the Paragon of Greatness, and yeah, you did face him way back in his RAWF debut. You, you welcomed him with uh, open arms. Uh, so, what can we expect tomorrow in Berlin? Hopefully, more of the same. But Paragon's a uh, study of the game, as you might say. So. I'm expecting it to be a little bit tougher match. All right. Fair enough. Should be a good matchup between two RAWF Hall of Famers tomorrow on Superstars. The Razor taking on the Paragon of Greatness. Let me look here. Raven. Raven the Enchanted to take on S.G. Gibson tomorrow as well as... Aggie to take on Killa Neptune. That should be a good matchup. Uh, Claymore to take on Big FN Hitman. Uh, Kitty Kabam, the new estrogen champion, to take on Teflon Sheik. That should be interesting. Mithras to take on the Russian Hammer. Uh, Coogs, would you like to spin the wheel from the remaining participants? Yes, please. All right. opponent would you like tomorrow in Berlin? Just uh, just curious. An interesting one. An interesting one. Okay. That's that's mm-hmm. that's 
That could mean a lot of things. Do you consider, um, well, I mean, I guess, I guess thing would be sum this man up in one word, uh, judgment. I have no candy canes. Well, there still won't be a candy cane match, but. Yes, but I could make it a candy cane match. Yeah, easy now. I don't know that. I don't know. That, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. Oh, uh, but yes, it will be the first lady. Lead Anarchy. pipes. What's that? Lead pipes. A lead uh, pipe. I, I I suppose that would work. You know, just don't cattle prod. Don't let the refs see you using it because you know that would be illegal. Just saying. It's not going to be a Food Bar City well, street fight. Like you said, he's got to see me use it first. Good point. I can't <laughs> argue with that. What? I didn't say anything. I just laughed at you. Okay. I <laughs> All right. So the Cougar taking yeah. to take on Judgment tomorrow on Superstars. Ah. Uh, with that being said, uh, other matchups tomorrow on the card. Mystic Maniac takes on Sophia Gabrielle McFadden. Uh, Damia to take on Wildfire. It's Angel Bitch takes on Uncle Frank. Domino Warrior to take on Marquis de Sade. Leo takes on Money Sue. Starlight will take on the Redneck Avenger. <clears throat> and... Uh, We'll see what other interesting matchups. Uh, Crazy Mama to take on Marcus Conan. Rattlesnake Ron takes on Alexander Conan. Or, I'm sorry, Alexander Conan. Alexander Caliber. And these will take on Simply the Best. That'll be a good match, uh, to say the least. All right. So, that is tomorrow's Superstars Live from the Mercedes. What's that? What What? about my Beastly? My Beastly. Your beastly? Uh, That's my beastly. Oh, beast. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Beast to take on Liam O'Shaughnessy. Ooh. That ought to be. <clears throat> so, there you go. All right. Anything else? Did I miss anybody? Anybody else want Did I miss anybody? All right. Good enough. All these matchups will happen tomorrow. On superstars. All right. Thank you. Our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, is a running a very important tournament in our in, in Unstoppable. Let's bring on the reigning superstars champion. I know what you're
ladies and gentlemen, he is Papa Shaker joining us now on After Hours. Papa, good evening. Good evening, L.A. How are you doing, buddy? Doing good, sir. Doing good. First of all, congratulations on a couple weeks ago winning the Superstars Championship. Uh, big win for you. Uh, but tomorrow in Berlin, it's the rematch, uh, defending against the former champion, the Hawkster. Uh, you beat him once. What's going to go down in the rematch? Well, I've got a pretty basic plan that uh, Hawkster, I believe, is aware of. Is that He's going to come down and try all that he's got. But if he doesn't have a Bible with him again, he still ain't got a prayer in the world. <laughs> well, we find out tomorrow in Berlin. Of course, some, there was some extra act, extracurricular activity after your victory. Uh, simply the best getting himself involved. Did you? I, I know you probably didn't have anything to do with simply the best. Uh, uh, you know, had no nothing to do with that. But what did you think when that happened? Honestly, uh, it was kind of alluded to during the match. I had a feeling that that was coming. Uh, I wasn't sure if he was there for me or if he was there for Hawkster, though. But um, I was a little surprised at the attack, honestly. Uh, I didn't anticipate that part of it. I thought he was just there to make him nervous. And You know, when you get uh, somebody in the ring who, who hasn't held a lot of titles in RAWF and, and they win one, finally... And in a match that honestly was not going my way for most of it. And then they jump in there and, and steal the show at the end while you're celebrating your title win. I wasn't thrilled, honestly. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I've I already got Hoxter back on my plate, so, you know, I'll have to catch up with SDB later on. But I will catch up with him later on. All right. Fair enough, and uh, Cosa Nostra, uh, but seems to be doing pretty well Ag- under Aggie's tutelage. T- tell me about your about how you how you're doing in Cosa Nostra. You happy with Cosa Nostra and what they've been doing? Uh, when I first came in, it was a little bit difficult to adapt to. Um, I've known Aggie for a long time, as far as in passing, but I've never worked with him before, so I don't know him really well, and. Uh, you know, Luke Cage, I've known for years. We were involved in uh, in tag teaming, and we've run stories together. We're, you know, we've been against each other. We've been with each other. We've, we've done everything that we can. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of history there. So that was easy to walk in to work with. Building the team and bringing people in. Uh, Denzel, I didn't know very well, uh, but he, he came in and just kind of fit right in. Obviously, Wildfire, I know very well. So that was a an easy addition to the team. But as things go on, uh, honestly, right now there's a little bit of discomfort, I would say. There's, it seems like there's something something's not quite right with Luke, and it's only when he's out there uh, in the ring and and when Aggie and Moxie happen to show up at ringside, all of a sudden, you know, Luke is having some problems. So uh, frankly, I've been concerned about my friend. I'm out there rescuing him all the time. You know, keep hmm. him from doing something stupid. And it's come yeah. really, really close a few times. So uh, things are going good. We're working together as a team. There's a little bit of tension and uh, uh, you know, trying to figure things out yet. So 
we'll see where that goes. All right. Well, uh, certainly good luck to you. And again, congratulations on your Superstars title. Is, is, your, is it your first REWF gold? I was thinking you won one other title, like the Powerball sometime. But is, is it Superstars yeah. the first one? <laughs> uh, I had the Powerball title, and I held on to it for, I think it was about a week. And that first defense just... I don't know how he did it. STB, it seems like all of our matches that we've ever had, he's either had my number and I couldn't get a move off or, you know, the other way around that I just came in and steamrolled him. And this just happened one of those times where first defense of the title, I was excited about REWF gold finally after, what, 18 months or so. And, um, yeah, he came in and steamrolled me. (laughs) I felt stupid. But, uh, yeah, this one is, yeah, I mean, obviously, Powerball tournament gold. This is actual title gold, earned gold. So there's a difference to me anyway. Well, hopefully, you know, the rematch goes well for you tomorrow in Berlin taking on the Hawkster. All right, let's talk now about, you know, the annual uh, breast cancer awareness tournament that you run uh I believe at least once a year, right? Or is it? Is it, yep. or is it uh, go ahead. Every October, every October is is uh, nationally in the United States. Uh, October is Breast Cancer Awareness uh, Month. Uh, I believe in other parts of the world they also have an, another month, but um, there's one month everywhere. Uh, I do the Breast Cancer Awareness Tournament. Uh, usually start pushing it around. July or August, and build it up. It's a progressive pop tournament, so there's people making donations from the time that I opened the scene and started gaining people joining, uh, all the way up to when I pushed the button, which used to be uh, like October 3rd was usually around when I would push it. Um, what I did this year is I started promoting in July, uh, because there are actually there are already people messaging me and asking me about it. That they had an abundance of coin and they wanted to donate right away. So I started promoting early. I'm going to push the button in in late September this year. So the tournament actually finishes in October because every year we get enough people competing in it that it takes forever for that tournament to finish. (laughs) So, well, (laughs) hey, it's a very important tournament here in Unstoppable, extremely important. Uh, and you know, I love, I, I look forward to it every year. It's a great cause. Uh, and it, it has personal meaning to you as well. Does it not? Absolutely. Uh, several personal meanings. There's, uh, you know, several family members that, uh, that perished from breast cancer. Uh, just a few years ago, a very close family member of mine had, uh, had a breast cancer struggle and survived it, which, you know, thank God. Um, you know, but it's everywhere. It's one in eight women will will deal with breast cancer at some point in their lives. One out of eight. That's a lot. Um, I have a lot of friends in Unstoppable. This is year number 11 doing this tournament. And um, every year there's people who share stories with me and tell me personal things and uh, things about their family or things about you know, their history or, or uh, their own household. And, uh, you know, in Unstoppable, there are a lot of people 
who have had very close dealings with breast cancer, and that's why the term is as popular as it is. Um, it, it works in kind of two ways. I was thinking about this last night. That, uh, several years ago, somebody sent me a message and said, you know, this thing would work a lot better if you put a whole bunch of information about breast cancer on the page so that people could, you know, click on links and, you know, go and read about it. And uh, I did it one year, and nobody clicked any of them links. And uh, I didn't really understand why, but I look at it now and I realize that they don't join them to learn about it. They join it because they do know about it. They know about it because somebody close to them has dealt with it or they've lost somebody. Um, or they join it because it, it's just important to them because they're trying to avoid it. There's a, some kind of history that they know that somebody, either them or somebody close to them, is going to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so when you get something like that, I didn't expect when I started it that it would become as big as it is. I really didn't. I thought it was just going to be a... You know, every once in a while we would do this and see if it worked out, and uh, it took off quick. And uh, every year it's grown and grown and grown. This year, um, I want to say it was about six years ago, was the biggest uh, breast cancer awareness tournament, and that was 189 million coins. And I believe at the time, Big Wrestler Box was about a thousand bucks, and it was right in that ballpark. Uh, this one is currently sitting at 164 million coins and 5,700 wrestler bucks for the payout, and it's still growing. So this one actually may become the biggest one that we've done yet. I certainly would be remiss if I didn't throw some uh, coins at you, too, from RAWF, from all of RAWF. I'm going to donate one million coins. Uh, get with me later on the details on how we're going to do that. But I uh, I want to add a million coins from RAWF into that pot, if that's all right with you. That is absolutely awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, if there's other people who have... Uh, companies that want to make a donation in the company's name. Um, it's briefly addressed in the scene that's been being distributed. But uh, if you do that, if you make a donation to your company, I'll actually go on your company page, take the company logo and your link to the company and embed it on the uh, Fueled by Awareness page so that everybody who comes there to join the, uh, the tournament, they all see, A, that you donated, and B, they get to see your company. So it's kind of a free advertisement for making that donation. All right. Well, hopefully we can make this the biggest uh, uh, breast awareness tournament that you've ever had. Uh, Certainly going to be competitive as it always is as well. Uh, But I have one last question for you, Papa, probably the the most important question I have ever, I I could possibly ask you at this point. You're ready. Excellent. Uh, Well, now that you, now that you prefaced it that way, I don't know if I'm ready. But you, sure? you know what? Fire away. Yeah, I'm I'm there with you. How about them Packers this year? Oh, you know what? There was a lot of tension coming into this year, not knowing what it was going to be like. But I'll tell you what: when when the when the veil finally broke and you know the answers started coming in, this town is completely different than it was a month ago. I imagine yeah, it's so. pretty comfortable. I imagine it's pretty comfortable, so. but you know, 
I've been watching the practices too. Uh, my residence away from Unstoppable is in Green Bay, about three miles from Lambeau Field. Uh, if I walk down the down the street from my place, there's a, a hill where I can actually see Lambeau from my home. Wow! And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, when I go through town, I, I go past Lambeau pretty much every day, and there's the the actual playing field on one side inside the stadium, and then on the, the other side of the street. Um, there's a practice field, the Don Hudson Center, as outdoor, and uh, the Packers are out there practicing, you know, playing as they. You can you can stand there and watch them if you want. And uh, we've been paying attention to the practices a little bit. I stopped and watched a couple times, and the uh, the drawback to all of the drama coming up to the season and not knowing what was going to happen is that. Uh, we may have set the stage for what is going to happen because there's some unity issues right now, you know, where they need to do some bonding and get to know each other again. They're a little off on timing, but we deal with that every year. They'll get there. Now they ride, they ride their bicycles to practice every day. Is that right? In that, or is that my thinking? Another team? Okay. Uh, you're close. They ride bicycles to practice from Lambeau field through the parking lot and across the street. But what it is is they have a promotion where um, disadvantaged children in the area bring their bike to Lambeau Field, and a Packer player rides the bike and puts the kid on the handlebars and rides it over to practice with them. Oh, that's great. So I, like I knew a, it was something. A community I knew bonding thing. Very nice. Now, hopefully, and, and, I mean, you only got him for one more year, but let's see what Aaron Rodgers uh, can do uh, based off of, off of everything that's happened. I I I, don't, I actually, if I was, I'd be worried if I wanted to put the Packers. I think the Packers are going to be a good team. Certainly, uh, based off of what's all happened, I think they're going to be dangerous this year. So, uh, good luck to your Packers. Yeah. Good luck to you tomorrow Excellent. against the Hawkster, and uh, can, keep keep up the good work with the Breast Cancer Awareness Tournament, and come back and keep us posted on that if anything major uh, changes in the prizes and whatnot feel free to call in anytime excellent i'll make sure to stop in bud all right that was papa shaker ladies and gentlemen with a capital k in shaker because i know <laughs> and i i'm I, I i say that so that i never forget again uh but at any rate <laughs> Thank Perfect. you, Papa, for that. Uh, all right. We've got about two twenty-four minutes left. Let's get to our promotion segment of the show for those people that are called in and anything they would like to promote, whether it be a company themselves, a tournament, what have you. Razor, you have anything to promote tonight? Yeah, I just want to say that uh, the Powerball scene is uh, up, so if you haven't got in there, Go in there and guess your numbers, and hopefully, you never know. You might get all three. All right. Thank you, Razor. Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, yeah, I'd like to promote, um, if any of you feel like you don't have enough of English smacking you around here, you're welcome to come over to NMW, and he'll do it there for you as well. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Maeve. Coobs, anything you would like to promote tonight? Yes, sir. I just want everybody to 
make sure that when they go into high voltage and or anything goes, please read the scene before signing up because I do make you stick to the rules and everybody go sign up for the Breast Cancer Awareness Tournament. All right. Thank you, Coogs. Usually this is something I don't get to say, but last but not least, the Paragon of Greatness. Do you uh, never have time to think of a good, funny commercial at the end of the show because you can't possibly fill the shoes of the person who usually does this? Well, then you're in luck because that's going to happen on this show. I don't have anything. All right. Thank you, Paragon. That was great. I liked it. Uh, Unstoppable says round two of tags is posted and the extra points tournament is closing soon. If you haven't signed up, do so now. That from Unstoppable. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back here next week, same same bat time, same bat channel for RAWF After Hours. We will have full, hopefully full, tropical aggression results and uh, more more rankings than you can shake a stick at. And who knows what else we'll have. This is crazy. Been a crazy week. Been a crazy month. Been a crazy year. We will see you all next week. We will be live from Paris. So, from Berlin, I am Lord Amadeus. This has been RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. What song should we play us out with? Uh, Oh, I like this one. See you all next week. Time.